Hello? Hello. Mr. Joe Malone. That's it. What's up, Tyler? How are you? I'm doing uh, fantastic. I'm, I'm extremely happy and extremely thankful and grateful that you're taking time to do this, first of all. So thank you. Well, no, my pleasure. Uh, thank you for considering me to be your first guest. Oh, I mean, this I, I've been telling a few people when they found out about you. Uh, they wanted to know why I picked you first. Not be out of bad of course it's like oh you, joe like what made you do that and it's like well if you go on toy photography or any kind of toy related uh hashtag or collector thing it's not going to be too long before you see <laughs> joe's work pop up not only from his page but from others who enjoy his work and give him credit as well as people that try to steal his work yes, which- yes. <laughs> <laughs> the photo thieves are abundant, but what what's cool about that is is once you you make a post about it, um, a lot of people come to your to your defense, and and you know, and the thing is, I don't mind if you share my work, just just credit it. I mean, and I think we're all kind of in that position of, you know, it's great, thank you for sharing my work, you know, spreading the word, but just 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 say hey, photo by. Batman figs or by JC Malone or by Captain Chaos, you know, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> it, it, yeah. Consider it. Just consider it. It's po- it's the polite thing to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so I, I have a, also another quote from a, a toy photographer and also a toy collector who is big in the collector realm. His name is Jin Figs. I don't know if you've heard of him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he said, He's like, wow, you got Joe Malone as your first guest on your podcast. That's like getting Mike Tyson as the first guest on a boxing podcast. <laughs> well, that's quite so a, that's a pretty nice compliment. That That is a nice compliment, especially for the way I treat that guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what, I, that's what you got to enjoy, Jim, because he has a great sense of humor. It's much, that's one of the best things about his page. Well, if I, I, I mean... <laughs> I, I say that that's subjective. I I don't particularly find him funny, but you know, <laughs> and that's and that's fine. I mean, I I think when you promote the quote unquote fig life, that maybe just maybe you should post some pictures of figures. Oh, I hope Jen is listening. I hope he is, and and I would tell him to his face. I mean, <laughs> it's I don't try to hide it. He knows I find him unfunny. So it's it's not a secret, but there are people that find him funny, and that's cool. That that's what's cool about everything, you know. If you like something, more power to you. If you don't, then you know, don't look at it. So, um, yeah. Hello. Hello. Yeah, I think we got. Uh, oh, thank goodness! I was about to panic. All right, so. <laughs> Uh, if you would, Joe, I would really like it if you could uh, share with us a little bit about you, because I feel like a lot of us only know you through your toy photos and uh, a little bit about what you reveal through your story and show us when you get to go out to concerts and stuff. So if you don't mind, whatever you feel comfortable with, just give us a little bit about Mr. Malone. Sure. I, I hope uh, I'm pronouncing your name right. Is that no, how you pronounce it? That is actually the correct pronunciation. Most okay. So. Like one of my biggest pet peeves, obviously, I, I'm I'm a hundred percent Italian, so uh, that's how it's M I L O N E. One yes. of my biggest pet peeves is when I see somebody spell it with an A. Um, you know, like, 
Malone, like the Irish. Uh, like the Irish. Oh, yeah. Okay. Which is fine because Sam Malone on Cheers was awesome. But <laughs> and, and actually, you know, like the Italian pronunciation is really Malone. But yeah. Yeah, we go by Malone. That, that's okay. God by. So um, I am originally from New York City. Um, I was born in Brooklyn, raised on Staten Island. I moved out to Florida in 2009. Um, and I haven't looked back because I don't have to deal with snow anymore. And that's awesome. Like right now, it's 60 degrees and beautiful out. Um, so to all my friends in the Northeast and anywhere it snows, I, I, I'm very sorry for you. <laughs> Warm to, move to a warmer climate. Um in my intro, I, I, I talk about how you're from Florida, and I say you're a hero just for being able to brave the humidity alone. <laughs> yeah, that that's the one bad part. But luckily, there's this great invention called air conditioning. That, ah. <laughs> well, my wife, you know, my wife always says, you know, um, you hate outdoors. Why did you move to Florida? I'm like, well, because I don't have to shovel snow. So right there, it's already a victory. I'll deal with uh you know, the heat any day. Um, but like I said, it's beautiful today, 60 degrees and, and cool and beautiful. Um, anyway, I, like I said, I'm from New York city. I've been collecting pretty much my entire life. Um, my first intro to figures was masters of the universe. Um, that's the first toy line. I really remember, um, wanting and collecting. And, uh, as, as you know, you could tell from my page, it's always been a very important part of, of my collecting, um, even yes. if on away for a lot of years. Um, always read comics. Um, I got into comic book collecting because my grandfather was a huge fan of uh, Superman, uh, Captain Marvel, now known as Shazam, which I refuse to call him that. He'll always be Captain Marvel to me. Um, he loved the, the Submariner, Prince Namor. Um, and he would tell me stories. I mean, I don't know if these stories actually existed, but I had a whole picture in my head of fights between the Human Torch and, uh, you know, the Golden Age Human Torch and the Submariner. Um, Batman, he had the first Superman comic and he like cut the, the date out because he traded it for other issues because that's just what they did. Um, we could I could have been pretty much retired if he kept that. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, like that stuff's always been part of my life. Um, and that's the comic, that's the comic cover with Superman, uh, holding the car over his head, correct? Action Comics number one. Yeah, he had that. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I'm fortunate to still have him with me. So, um, and he loves, he actually loves my toy photography when I show it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, so I've been uh, collecting for a long time. And uh, I love music, as, as like you said, you know, in, in my stories, I post a lot of concerts. Uh, I think that I kind of like to use the stories to show a different side of what I do. Um, I have been getting into concert photography lately. Not a lot. So I haven't had a lot to share, but that that's kind of been a, a fun step in, in the right direction for me because I love shooting toys. So why not expand it to something else that I love? Um, yeah, one, one on one scale. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, that's been pretty cool. Um, and yeah, I mean, I just, I, you know, this hobby, I've been doing it consistently for almost six years. March, uh, the end of March will be six years. I've been on Instagram doing this. Uh, I dabbled in it in the past. There are some stuff that you could see over it. A couple of websites that I used to frequent, like His Tank, which is a G.I. Joe site, and Cybertron.com. I used to post some toy photos, but never really serious until, uh, you know, about five, six years ago. So 
that's pretty much my history. <laughs> I'm one of the older people on Instagram, but I haven't crossed 40 yet, but it's coming soon. Yeah, I'm just uh, looking at your pictures. The one thing that is really enjoyable about what you do and what you shoot is it's literally anything and everything. Yeah, I, I, I kind of like to keep it random. I think it kind of keeps it more fun. Um, occasionally, like this week, uh, Michael Myers shots. But generally, I kind of like to make it different from one day to the next. I, I just think it's it's kind of more fun to not show the same thing all the time. Um, except for Sundays. Generally, that's a Joker Sunday. Um, so I usually shoot a Joker picture on Sundays um, most of the time. And that, actually, a lot of people think that I started that hashtag. I did not. Um, there's a page by the name of Batman Collection. Um, he's out of uh, Sweden, I believe. And he started that probably five years ago. And he was the one that did, he did Joker Sunday. There was Freeze Friday and there was a couple of other days too. But uh, Joker Sunday kind of resonated. And from then I just basically, um, you know, Joker on Sunday. That's pretty awesome. I've always wondered actually where that hashtag originated. So it's cool to know the actual, the truth. Yeah, was not me. I love it. It was not me. <laughs> so in shooting these random or yeah, as you put random uh, accessories or these figures every day, how do you go about picking which ones you're going to do? Is it like a, a process or you just look at one and be like, okay, this. Um, well, I guess, I guess for me, sometimes like, I don't know. I, <laughs> I'm sure a lot of us that do shoot toys kind of, it's always kind of in the back of our, what we're going to shoot. Yeah. we're kind of always thinking like, Hey, Oh, I got this figure in, I'm going to do this. And I'm going to, um, sometimes, you know, I'll be like, Oh, I really want to shoot, you know, let's say a Batman shot. Um, so I'll pull out Batman and I'll be like, well, you know, you know, along with Batman, maybe I'll have Batgirl in there. Um, sometimes it's just, I just pull a couple of figures out and just see what happens. You know, I, I wish, I guess, I guess my photos are as random as, as what's, uh, on my page, but, um, sometimes I have a great idea. I'm like, Oh, I'm going to put Deadpool with hit monkey and I'm going to have them, you know, drinking in the kitchen, making tacos. So, you know, <laughs> that, you know, sometimes stuff kind of like writes itself when you look at the figures, other times you are like, all right, I haven't done a He-Man shot in a while. So let me pull out a couple of figures and see what I could kind of put together. Um, I don't always have a plan, but sometimes, you know, like an idea I'll be driving around cause I drive a lot for my job and I'm uh -huh. like, Oh, that's a great idea. Let me, uh, let me go home and do that. Um, and then, you know, I work with extreme sets a lot. So sometimes I want to incorporate their, their products into my shots. So I'll kind of be like, all right, well, I got this bank set. What can I do with the bank set? Um, and I actually have a Joker picture that I worked on that I haven't uh, done yet. I kind of try to stock up my photos. Um, I, because of time and work, I try to shoot a lot and kind of keep a, a roll. Um, and I kind of try to keep like a bank of photos. So I, I used to post when I first started, you know, frequently during the day and I'd post like three, four times or whatever. Um, I've kind of scaled it back to where I post once a day. Um, I just feel like it gives time for the shot to kind of resonate. And I know yeah. with the algorithm, it's kind of tough now. Um, but I generally post about the same time every day. So I kind of feel like people know when, when they're going to see my picture. Oh, yeah, it's definitely something that I look forward to. It's always interesting to see, like you said, what you pick for that day, especially. Yeah. Um, 
and again, it, it's it's something. Yeah, I, like I said, it, it's fun to kind of keep it random, but sometimes I'll be like, okay, well, like, you know, you'll always notice, like, on Saturdays, I always do a cat, something with a cat. For oh, yeah, I love that, too. Yeah, and and that's kind of like a challenge, too. You know, it's kind of like, all right, well, Saturday's Catterday, so what can I do with a cat theme? Or, um, you know, also, like, those those holidays, and I said that in the, um, I did uh, my top three for Exclude Collective uh, recently, and yes. there's those dates like, you know, National Cat Day, National Donut Day. Those are kind of <laughs> because those are inspirational. Like they're stupid, but you feel like, all right, well, let me uh, let's see. It's Donut Day. So let's do something where the character is eating donuts, you know? Yeah. Try to figure out the puzzle of something creative, trying to figure out something on the fly. You're kind of doing it like it's very fluid in right. the moment. Right, right. Other times, like I said, you know, like I'll be like, all right, well, Mattel sent me, you know, this new Harley Quinn figure. So I really need to showcase her. So like I did when they sent it to me, I did the shot with uh, joke, the Endgame Joker, which I actually almost got rid of because I had the uh, Capullo version, the DC collectible version. But I'm kind of glad I held on to because it, it went with that figure. Um, like, all right, well, I'll put Deathstroke in there. So we got all the Mattel figures and uh really highlighted that new harley so that that's kind of you know sometimes it's born of like necessity and other times it's like how can i have fun with these characters or i like to put them in everyday situations like because i i think it's fun to do the action shots but i also think it's fun to see like two guys sitting around drinking a beer you know (laughs) yes very relatable yes 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 absolutely and also i noticed on the shot that you uh, for the mattel sample of the harley quinn you're also able to work in the uh, extreme diorama set in there as well yeah exactly so it's like a two-for-one deal plus i mean those those sets and not because i work with them but um they're very convenient <laughs> they're very easy to, to fold up and put away um but they're cardboard so again you know they are going to get wear and tear to them so, uh-huh Eventually, you fold the doors too many times and they're not going to go back in place or the cardboard's going to bow. So <clears throat> that's one thing, you know, I caution people about them. It's like, you know, they are great, but they are cardboard also. Yeah, treat them like an investment. <laughs> yeah, I recommend them. Though. I mean, I definitely think they kind of add a lot to the background. Oh, yeah, they definitely are something I've always uh, wondered about. So it's, it's really cool that you're describing what it's like to use them and how durable they are. Yeah, I mean they are they are pretty sturdy cardboard, but again, like anything else, it, it's still cardboard. So they, they <laughs> of you know they can rip. Like I had the the subway set, the um the train car, and like my cat totally tore it up. Ah, <laughs> uh. you know, like like I had it out and like he climbed in it like a cat box, you know, and then he like just clawed it, so it was done, which is okay. I mean, I got my uses out of it, and yeah. You, you love cats, so it's not a big deal. Right, right. You know, like we, we, we us that we have pets, and that's just things that uh, our pets do. Oh, yeah. I have a cat too, and it's definitely my buddy, my recovery buddy from surgery. Yeah. <laughs> so, in regards to uh, getting samples of figures, you are someone that gets samples sent to them from different companies. Yes. And you are also someone who shoots a variety of different lines of figures. So you are a connoisseur when it comes to these sorts of things in terms of articulation, durability, paint, um, scale. And I wanted to know 
what you thought of the Beast Kingdom figures you received because I know that you got some samples sent to you from the company wanting uh, you to showcase them and your artwork because you do have a, a very uh, big fan base that loves your work and also takes your word uh, very seriously and holds it in high regard because you are so uh, forthright and just uh, very social with people on social network. Imagine that. So you you actually engage with people. So people do and like and love what you do and love your work. So I wanted to see what you thought of the Beast Kingdom figures and if it is your first time getting them or if you've ever seen them before, what you thought. Well, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I wasn't sure what to expect. I had kind of seen a couple of them in the store and I knew that the scale was really not, they, they kind of, the, the, the one thing negative against them that I will say is that their scale doesn't really work with the other figures. That yeah. said, they are quite good figures. Um, I was pleasantly surprised when I, when I opened them up and held them in my hand. Um, especially, honestly, my favorite wound up being the, uh, the Aquaman figure. Um, he's just like, I mean, first of all, he's got a metal trident, like he's got a die cast trident, which I was like blown away by. It just, it was like one of those little things and his articulation is tremendous. It's like a mini hot toy. Um, they're well-constructed figures. I was, I was pleasantly surprised, um, the tactical suit Batman is, is with the goggles that move up and down. Like I had been looking at the Mezco version of that. I don't need uh-huh. to purchase that one. I mean, the, the, there's no way it's better than the beast kingdom one. Um, and, and they I mean, they're really nice figures. My only one, my other complaint is the wonder woman figure, which I think is, is a stunning figure. They sent me that, um, the one based on the gods and monsters, I think. Um, yes. Stunning figure. But the 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 um, the lasso doesn't really hold into the belt. Like it doesn't close right. It kind of pops open. Maybe that was just no, no. You're 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 spot on. That's what I've uh, experienced as well. Yeah. Uh, other than that, even that figure was absolutely beautiful. Um, I actually haven't opened up Steppenwolf yet. I've kind of just been just don't have enough time in the day, you know. Um, but they're they're amazing figures like the armored batman i actually they sent me the battle damaged one um and i actually wound up buying um the regular version and the uh the superman so i can get the kryptonite spear um and man even the superman he's unbelievable i wish he had a uh not a club and how is the likeness of the barry allen figure yeah. <laughs> I mean, it looks better in person. I mean, the photos really don't do it any justice whatsoever. Cause when I saw the photos online, I was like, this doesn't really look like him. And you get in hand, it's like, okay, that's exactly like him. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, he's, he's great. I mean, that, I'm not like really big on that movie flash costume, but yeah, figure, it, it kind of works for a toy. Like it works for a figure. I don't know. It, it just like, it just it looks like a play arts kai figure on screen to me yeah, it kind of does you know like one of those variant flash figures from that um yeah but like almost like an elseworlds samurai yeah. but yeah. figure it works amazingly like it's just like it's a great toy it just doesn't look good on screen in my opinion i i might you know it might just be me um i just don't like the, <laughs> the way it looks yeah everyone's entitled their opinion this is a yeah. figure show yeah <laughs> it's only figures <laughs> yeah, exactly 
If you love the movie Flash costume, no problem. That's cool. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of it. I, I'd rather, I mean, not that the uh, the old 90s one was much better. And like the TV one, sometimes it's cool and sometimes it's not, but it works. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know if they've ever really done a, like a perfect live action Flash costume. Like there's just like, you know, the John Wesley ship one kind of looked like a guy in a pillow suit. Like it was just <laughs> very puffy. Yeah, <laughs> it was very foamy, but it was awesome. Like when that came on in 1990, I guess it was like, I remember being hyped up for that. Um, oh, I remember seeing uh, glimpses of it in my memory because I was I was younger back then. Yeah, I remember being blown away and wanting to watch it. It was just never knowing where I could find it. So it's cool that we have uh, the DC universe now. Be yeah. Able to watch it. <laughs> yeah exactly exactly you can watch all your old favorites like uh the old wonder woman linda carter show and Adam oh and- joe <laughs> please tell us about that figure uh well i haven't really messed a lot with it yet but uh, it is a beautiful figure mattel was nice enough to send it over to me um the likeness is perfect it's got that um <clears throat> that face printing technology and um you know, the articulation is very good. They have finally putting double jointed knees on their figures and uh, ball jointed ankles. Um, it has a, has a cape, has extra hands. I mean, if you. They decked her out. Yeah. If you don't pick up that figure, like whoever's listening, and <laughs> like unless you, you hate Wonder Woman, like, <laughs> the Carter, like that is a figure you should have in your collection because Mattel is really, I have to say, the last you know a few months these last few waves have really stepped it up quite a bit from from their old figures and i love the old dc universe classic figures like that's one of my favorite lines and you know anybody that's been following me for a long time knows that i shoot a lot of those but their new figures have gone beyond although i have to express a little disappointment with the ray um i took them out of package uh they they just sent me that wave and uh, i was trying to change his hand and the uh, peg snapped on his left hand uh yeah so um i fixed it for a shot i did but he probably will not be appearing much in my photos <laughs> that's a shame because it's such a cool looking figure and also one that is seldom done if ever done so yeah that's the only a- figure i remember was from the justice league uh unlimited line so hopefully uh hopefully i could find him again and get a replacement because he is really cool and and he looks he's got two heads extra hands it's like they finally like they're hitting their stride with these figures and that's even that's a perfect example it's got open hands and closed hands you know and and a smiling head and a serious head so it's and it makes such a difference yeah absolutely i mean you know that's why like and this is off the subject of uh, superhero figures, but Mattel is coming out with these ultimate uh, WWE figures and they, you know, have extra hands, um, entrance outfits. Um, oh, wow. And yeah, they're really cool. Updated articulation, double jointed knees and elbows. Like double jointed elbows are huge. Um, that That's like you know, my one complaint with a lot of figures is they don't have double jointed elbows. And that's where those beast kingdom figures are amazing. Cause they do have those double jointed elbows. Um, but yeah, the, so they're, they're going to be unbelievable and they have the face printing technology to look realistic. I mean, these companies are starting to get with what makes, you know, something like a figure arts figure so good. Um, yeah. What makes, what makes the collectors actually want to spend their money on it? Exactly. Exactly. 
So yeah, my favorite of the newest figures, I, I don't know about you, is definitely the Black Manta. Oh, that figure is phenomenal. Yeah. He's just so cool looking. It's it's the articulation. It's got a lot of articulation. It's chunky. Like I, I love those like bulky kind of figures. Like when you hold them, like you feel like you're holding something. Um and that figure just I mean, it's just it it's a movie figure, but if you used it with your comic based figures, it fits in. Like it, the design is so well done that it's kind of fits both collections. Definitely. In fact, I know a lot of people have personally said they uh, actually ended up getting that after getting the DC Essentials Manta just because they liked how much it looked and had a better amount of articulation. Yeah, the, the DC Essential figures are kind of disappointing to me. Um, I was really looking forward to that line. Um, Paul Harding, who uh, I follow on Instagram, and I've been following him for a long time, does the sculpting, and he's amazing. Like, his sculptures and his, his especially his Joker and Harley and stuff, they look so great in his Batman. Uh, and they translated well. I mean, the, 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 you know, the facial sculpts and stuff are really well done. Um, they're just, they're, they're too big. They have no accessories. Um, they all use the same body, which is fine. It's a new line. Um, I don't know. The articulation is pretty good on them, but they, they're just not, to me, that impressive. Like, I'm just, there's something missing from them. Yeah, I definitely, I, I definitely feel that way. When I I got the Batman and the uh, Reverse Flash when it first came out, and the Batman looked awesome. Like you said, it translated well, um, sculpted from Paul Harding, and also it was based on the art of Jason Fabok. Yes, and it, it looks it's a beautiful figure. It looks just like the art, but there'd be like joints that were stuck from paint, and there just be yeah, like you said, there's no accessories. Yeah, see, like if we're spending almost thirty bucks, it's kind of rough not getting an accessory. Exactly. At least, at least, like a like a batarang or two, or or (laughs) extra hands. Like, like Batman needs extra hands, you know. Um, You know, the icons line was great too, but they were too small and they didn't have thigh swivel. But that I'll put that Harley Quinn from that line against any Harley Quinn. Oh, easily. Yeah, that that you know she. The thing is, like I. I have the DC universe classics one and they're almost the same size. So she kind of scales well with, cause she's I, like, I find that she would be like five feet tall, you know, like in real life. Yeah. Like, a little spunky girl. Yeah. Like really short, like five feet, five feet. And she, she fits with most figures. So that's pretty much my default, um, like classic Harley. So, um, yeah, so she, so, but that's a line too that had a lot of potential. Ugh. They scaled it wrong and then they, they screwed me out of my, uh, purple suit Jim Ballon. I, I was just about to ask you about that. Ugh. I know a lot I, of people are devastated by that. Yeah. I mean, I, I basically like went on a tirade at one point <laughs> that I didn't get that because. I've been waiting for like an articulated version of that costume forever. And I know that they kind of like when that Lobo wave leaked, the Mattel multiverse wave leaked. Originally, she was one of the, the characters yeah. showed. Um, and it seems to have disappeared. But I one thing I like what Mattel is doing now is they've gone to the build of figures being, um, you know, four figures and build the figure. Yes. 
which is great because then I don't have to buy all these ridiculous characters that I'm never going to want or use. Or seven or eight of them. (laughs) Right, right. Like Marvel Legends. Like how many times am I going to buy spider underwear? Or Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I get it. You want those characters out there because you want kids to be able to buy them. But let's face it. Who's buying these figures? Nowadays? uh, Yeah. It's not kids. Kids are not buying toys. Kids no. want, to buy, want an iPad. <laughs> yeah, they're playing Fortnite. Exactly. They're, 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 not, they're not playing with action figures past the age of five. Like, they, you know, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe somebody out there can correct us. But, you know, they're, they're, definitely, not, um, they're definitely not doing that. <laughs> well, that's actually a, a perfect segue into my next question I have for you. You've been around for a long time on the toy photography on Instagram. Uh, I imagine you've seen a lot. You've, uh, you've been a part of the community and the culture. You've had your finger on the pulse as it were. I just want to know how you, how you feel it's changed since when you started, what it was like when you initially started and um, some of maybe your inspirations uh, when you first started as well as uh, where you think it is today. And if you think there is a big future and if you see it growing in terms of popularity. Well, when I, when I first started, the community definitely was not as big. Um, you know, when I started my Instagram account, I was basically going to probably post pictures of my cats <laughs> and like food and probably concerts. Um, and then I posted this really bad Cobra commander picture. Like it was, it was, out of focus and it was like the flash on and like it was terrible but that kind of led share that recently in your story i did yeah yeah Yeah. it's it's terrible and it's i love you know a lot of people delete stuff off their instagram i leave everything up because i feel like people should be able to see progression yes Um, so you can go back all the way in my feed and it's like at the very beginning and it's there um it's bad but it led me to find that there were other people taking pictures of toys and that kind of changed what my Instagram was about. Um, people, you know, there was a lot of people using like element effects on iPhones back then. And, you know, it was a lot of talk, like basically camera photography, you know, like your phone, um, over the years, it, it's changed a lot. Like it, it, it's grown exponentially. I mean, there's so many people doing it now um, and it's not quote unquote weird anymore. You know, there's, there's so many people shooting toys and it's, it's adults. It's not, you know, it's not children. I mean, there are some kids, but back when we first started, there was a lot of kids too. Um, you know, and as far as inspiration goes, the, and, I, and I've said this a lot, uh, X cap chaos. X. Yes. So when I started, and still to me, I'm still kind of chasing him. And I said this last night, actually, on a live broadcast. Um, he was like the guy, when you look at his stuff, you were like, holy crap, how come this looks so so clear? And how come this is, like, so much better than what everybody else is doing? And so much more inventive than what everybody else is doing? And that's kind of like, when I saw his stuff, I'm like, well, maybe I can do a little bit better. So um, I went from a cell phone to my wife had got me like a starter DSL and I started shooting with that. And then, you know, I became friends with him and he kind of taught me like some little tricks and, and tips and, and kind of improved my photography. And then, you know, it's practice too. Yeah. It's practice. You just keep shooting and, and 
you know, hopefully you'll get better. Um, but as far as a future in it, I mean, companies are, are asking people for, you know, to work with them. So I would say right now, at least for the next couple of years, I'd say there's a pretty good future in it. <laughs> I think it's only going to get bigger. Have you, you have seen a tremendous growth in the, in the, the realm? Tremendous. I mean, it's, it's quadrupled the amount of people doing this stuff. Like when, when I first started doing it, it was a lot of like Woody doing perverted stuff. You know, <laughs> I remember those. Yeah. I mean, he's still, he's still like public enemy number one, you know, for a lot of <laughs> photographers. Um, but Woody basically peeing on stuff and masturbating and whatever. He's, he's still around doing that stuff. Snorting cocaine. Um, he, him, like clone troopers, a lot of like the smaller, like 3.75 clone troopers and, um, Yatsuba, who I love, little green hair, like Japanese looking girl um, with pigtails. And then Danbo, who was like that cardboard box head thing. I'm sure you've seen him. Oh, yeah. 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 So those were like, like when, when the toy, like when the toy community, when I first got involved, like those were the, the celebrity toys, you know? <laughs> See, this is why you're the perfect first guest. So this, everyone just knows the history of toy photography. Because, yeah, those were so prevalent. I remember that. I was like, I'm tired of seeing that stupid box. <laughs> Everybody was. And we'd be like, why do these, why does this goddamn box keep getting featured on every page? The stupid box flying around and. You know, yeah, and then people yeah. saying I'm only taking box photos from now on and stuff like <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, and now it's cans and peanuts and 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 broccoli and and uh, <laughs> stuff like that. Oh, I, mean, I love when you do a can one. Those are always fun. Well, it's it's it's. I mean, it's satirical because it's like ridiculous. It makes no sense. So yeah, shooting a just regular without effects, or do you enjoy? using things like um, aerosol uh, atmosphere spray and your, do you use fireworks? Do you use firecrackers? Yeah, I use, um, I, I like, I like a little bit of every, again, you know, going back to the theme of being random. Um, I do love blowing up fireworks. Like I use those crackling balls in a lot of shots and, and they're just fun. Um, you know, I haven't damaged anything, thankfully. Nice. <laughs> That'll be my next question. Yeah, I, I did burn like the, the cockpit of one of my his tanks, but not too bad. Like not it just gave it a little battle damage, so it was kind of okay. Um atmosphere aerosol is a wonderful tool. Um it kinda especially if you light it right, it can really expand the light. Um and it just kind of gives a good mood to some of the pictures. Cause if you look at a lot of like if you watch Arrow um, those kind of shows, like those action oriented shows and they're in a warehouse, like there's always smoke, like bellowing in the background. <laughs> yeah. Very like, Burton-esque Batman. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that stuff is great and it's kind of affordable. Um, you know, uh, canned air dusters, like if you're shooting outside to blow debris up, that, that stuff is great. It's like five bucks can or whatever. You have um, a code, right? I'm sorry. A code that people, the listeners could use or people that follow you that you, you could use to get a discount? I actually don't have an air atmosphere uh, code. They, I'm not, um, I, I, they've never given me one, but I can definitely ask them for one. Um, and we can kind oh, of I just assume that they sent you and I'm sorry. No, no, no. I, uh, I, that I buy. <laughs> they, they have oh, not. Okay. I do have a code for extreme sets and that's code JC. Oh, yeah. that'll, that'll save I you 15%. 
Yeah, if you could go ahead and plug everything and anything you're a part of and you're doing, I would love if you could do that. Um, yeah, so I do work with Extreme Sets, like I said, and I have code JC. Um, that'll save you 15% off your order. And that that'll probably save you the you know the shipping and they're heavy you know the people complain that the shipping is a lot these are heavy cardboard boxes so um, that actually would make me happy to hear because you know at least it's gonna be more durable than average cardboard yeah it's not like you know the cardboard box you get from Amazon so <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely more durable than that um, so I do work with them I've been uh, working with Mattel with the multiverse line. Um, couple of shipments of that stuff and actually uh, as we're recording this i have an aquaman picture set to go for tonight so it's pretty cool um and i have been working with beast kingdom so that's been really cool and i have a couple of other things in the works that i can't really announce yet because nothing's confirmed so hopefully some more soon that's called the tease people yes yes stick around follow joe malone on instagram you definitely will not be disappointed it is definitely a highlight of my day, you know, after I've uh, re- started relaxing to wind down, started watch some primetime TV, turn, put on Instagram and you get to see and usually always extremely excellent and uh, very creatively done post by Joe. Definitely go follow him on Instagram, go support him and all his endeavors. Go check out his, uh, if you check out his link in his bio, you can go check out his top three pictures of the year on Exclude Collective. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a it's a it's a great collective of artwork. Um, there's a lot of good stuff on their website. Actually, a lot of people from the community. Um, Jack Stroman, I think, is his name, or Sturman. Uh, he puts a magazine out every couple of months. I think they've just done issue seven, and uh, I haven't been part of those, but I was part of their top one hundred, um, which was cool. Which and you could read all their stuff. Uh, online for free which is great um there's a lot of great artists involved in that so that's definitely worth checking out not just for uh, my top three but for a lot of different artwork that is that is that's is great information i'm definitely gonna check it out and try to see uh if i could discover some new artists because instagram you know it doesn't with that algorithm it just doesn't always help so definitely check out exclude collective to uh discover more artists in the toy photography realm that you could follow and support on Instagram. Uh, I just want to, again, thank Joe. I don't want to take too much of your time because I know you are on a lunch break. So I want to give you plenty of time to be able to relax after this and not be in a rush. I appreciate that. Thanks for having me on. And, you know, one thing I just want to add, um, don't be shy. Um, to, you know, if you're if you're just starting out or you're somebody that's been doing it for a while, ask questions. Like, that's how we all learn. Like, without the the community in the beginning, I probably would not have advanced as far as I have. Not that I'm, I'm the best or, or even done learning, but I feel like if you look at my early stuff to where I am now, you can definitely see a progression. Don't be afraid to ask questions, you know, and, and me too. Like if you want to ask me a question, please don't hesitate to to send me a message. I I'm always willing and and able to help anybody. And I I don't mind. I think that's how we all grow um, is to ask questions. Yeah, and overall, the people on the toy community tend to be people that are willing to help. They are very um, sincere. They're just like you, essentially, because you're doing toy photography. They're essentially you. You just got to make sure you, you know, put yourself out there to, you know, yeah. get advice. So I mean, I'm, really happy, I'm really happy you said that. So that's that's a perfect way to end it. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> 
Hey, thanks, man. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate uh, doing this with me and, and having me on. And hopefully we can do it again down the road. I really hope that uh, you are a reoccurring guest on the show. And I'm really interested to see uh, what people think and if they enjoyed all the information that I get to learn about the very, very uh, talented, very generous, sincere Joe Malone. Thank you again. And good luck to you and all your future shots and endeavors. Thank you very much. Have a great day. You too. Bye.